<laughs> She's back. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Nicole. It's so good to have you back in the studio. I know it feels normal. Last week I was telling people you don't have the Rona. You were just achy and just couldn't come in. Exactly. And it was okay. I mean, Nita was here. We had a great time. We talked Christmas. I think the two of you are like the same person in different bodies. Well, then it probably worked out well because then it would have been way too too much Christmas. Overload. (laughs) Overload. But it was a lot of fun. And I'm really grateful that we had Nita scheduled last week. And so, yeah, she just had she had such great memories about how her mom did Christmas. And actually, I think that's I think it was more about that. I think she loves Christmas more because her mom loved Christmas. And you know how we always talk about creating that that memory as opposed to doing, you know, food or whatever, the memory. And so what she carries into today is the memories of fun Christmas things because that's what her mom did. And it reminds her of her mom. I think that is so cool. It's It's exciting to think about how everybody celebrates Christmas and all the memories that they have Mm -hmm. and what is special to them. Yeah. So So recently Evelyn has been asking me, so mom, why, why is Christmas so important to you? What's so special about it? And I said, are you kidding me? This is like the biggest birthday celebration ever. Right. I mean, really it is. And so she's like, I wonder what Jesus is getting for his, his birthday this year. He wants our hearts. Yeah. (laughs) So we've been talking a lot about that. Absolutely. But you know, that's the truth of it. This is one time of the year when we can honestly say Christmas is about Jesus. Right. And I don't care if anybody gets offended. That's what Christmas is for. (laughs) Amen. Right. You can take your Santa Clauses and do all that stuff, but it's still... We have this because of Jesus. Now, I'm not saying it's his actual birth because I know that there's history in all of that. But this is a day that we have signified as the day we celebrate it and we can say it. And right now with a world that's hurting, it's time to say it like, hey, there is a hope and his name is Jesus. Don't you agree? Absolutely. And the thing is, the world has been hurting forever. It's just that now all of a sudden everybody's starting to be on the same page. Yeah, the same hurt. Yes. Yeah, because we're all going through the same big thing. Yes. You know, it was interesting. I was watching some video from earlier this year and boy, things change a lot in a year. (laughs) Just like, what? Yeah, I mean, I remember back, you know, when this whole thing started, how we just didn't know so much, right? And now I mean, just we're in such a different place and it's very interesting. But I don't want to talk about that. Thank you. I want to talk about I, I want to talk about Christmas because this is our last show before Christmas. And why is this important? The other day I was reminded that I'm a single parent. <laughs> yes, I had to remember that because my kids are all adulting, so I don't have them in the house anymore. But I'm still a single parent. Right. But I raised them for 19 years as a single parent, four kids and me, right? So I had shared parenting with my ex-husband, which, you know, it doesn't exist now because the kids are adults, but we still take time with our kids. But I thought about all of the Christmases that I did as a single parent. And I want to encourage people if they have never had to go through what I've gone through, at least to be aware of knowing how to help our single parent friends. Because single parenting and holidays, let me tell you, Nicole, doesn't feel good. And maybe you have just a little bit of a glimpse of this because I was also a military person who was away from family for for Christmas. And I know you've gone through that too. And 
And it was easier for me because I just created new traditions because I was away from my family. I got to do what I wanted to do. Is that true for your family as well? Did you create your own traditions when you were away from family for those military, you know, those military separations? So we were fortunate enough that when we went to our first duty station, it was in the summer and I had just given birth to Ian. So we left with a 12 month old, a three month old, and we were leaving in the summer. Okay. So then we went off to San Diego and that first holiday was a little challenging, but we realized it was Brian and I and our two babies to create new memories. And there is that growth mentality that happens each year with your family. Things change. And so you can choose to, you know, you can choose to stay put and wallow or you can choose to grow from that. And so we did have an opportunity to kind of grow, create our own memories and start things as a family. And then as things progressed throughout our military career, and I do say our military career. Yes, because you're part of it. Yes. We were fortunate enough that we did not, he was not deployed during any major holiday. Yeah. And you know, I actually had one Christmas that I was deployed from my son and he was, oh gosh, he was born in April. So he was still pretty darn young. So he doesn't remember it, but I remember it. But I was with a friend who was also a single parent, but her son was five or six or seven, something in there. And, you know, for Christmas, we just got together and cried as moms missing our babies. Right. Well, and I don't know that aspect of it being gone, but I know that there were other good friends that their spouses were gone and we just all loved each other and embraced each other. And we were family and we did do life together. We did have parties in our home with those sailors that couldn't go home for the holidays. Right, exactly. And that's my point. I want people to be aware that there are single parents around us. And you know, here's the other thing, Nicole, that I know you haven't gone through, but this is the hardest part about the holidays is that part of that holiday where you always had your kids and you wake up on Sunday or wake up on Christmas morning and you have all this wonderful time. That's not my case because the way that it worked out, I got the kids on Christmas Eve until a certain time. And then the ex-husband got them overnight and they woke up at his house almost every Christmas. And then I didn't pick them up until 10. And that's really hard. Yeah. And then there was other times when they really wanted to have a family Christmas dinner. So I agreed to take the kids back over there. And then what do I do with my time? I'm basically sitting home alone. And you know, that's lonely. That's really sad. And I don't want any single parent because I know they're going through shared parenting. I don't want them to sit alone. So how can we find these people? They've got to be in our churches. They've got to be in our small groups. I mean, they're, they're out there. We, we have to recognize this, that it is lonely. And it's, you know, that they say that this is the time of the year when those dating sites go crazy because single parents are just sick of being alone. And it's kind of sad that they're running to a date dating site, but still, this is my point. It doesn't look the same when you're a single parent. And so you were away from family, your, your close family, extended family, right. And you had to create your own memories with your husband and your family so that you could, you know, just kind of create your own thing and focus on something else. It was great that you had babies. Great thing to focus on, right? 
Well, in my case, I just, I kind of got back to what's important. You know, what is important? It's not waking up on Christmas morning with my kids. It's waking up on a morning that we can pretend it's Christmas morning and do the same things. So we started doing all kinds of crazy different traditions. One of the things that we've always done, I told you about this before, was crepes. We did crepes for breakfast because then I allowed my kids to go over there and have holiday dinner because Phil's and Phil's wife had all of these extended people that they brought over. So, of course, they want my kids to be there. So I let them do that. And I didn't have that. I mean, it's just me. All my parents and everybody else is out of state. So... I made sure we did crepes every morning and we had our own Christmas. And yeah, there were a couple of times when Phil would let me have them overnight instead of instead of me picking them up at 10 in the morning. We just switched. And I was really grateful for that. There were moments when, you know, that kind of thing happened and they did wake up at my house on Christmas. But we just always did it on a different day because that was the important part. Right. And it was and even now. I don't worry about the schedule because I know that that side of the family wants to do a big thing, a big to do. And I just don't have that. So even now we just get together and we do Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter all on different days. So it's actually Saturday. (laughs) So I have to get some shopping done. (laughs) So you're all getting together this Saturday? Yes, except for my youngest who's in quarantine right now. But that's another story. Everybody's in quarantine. Right. <laughs> she says, I'm going to zoom in and I'll get with you. And I'm like, okay. Anyway, she's not sick. She just, you know, a lot of people aren't sick that are in quarantine. They just have to be in quarantine. Anyway, I want, I want, to, I want to make sure that I'm telling people to look around at those single parents. Um, I'm so grateful that I have friends who are also single parents that we were able to do something together. We just kind of have a, a friend time. You know, we do our own little Christmas. We did it for Thanksgiving. And that helps a whole lot. I have been invited to people's houses. Um, I don't know if you ever, if you saw Chef Kibby when we did the Thanksgiving cooking show. Did you see that? It was on YouTube. We had so much fun. I just wanted to do a Thanksgiving cooking show with him because I just love him. And I love his extended family because his mother-in-law is a friend of mine. And they invited me over for Christmas a couple of years in a row. They had all of their extended family. And I was just another one of them. And they all do a gift exchange and they included me in the gift exchange. And I didn't even know it. You know, they're just like, okay, just come because they didn't care if I brought a gift. They just want to make sure I got one. And they're all chefs. So (laughs) food was just amazing. You know, I go where the food goes, right? Right, right. (laughs) Um, But, but Kibby and I were talking about this when we were doing the Thanksgiving thing, because his mom, his grandmother is named Helen and my grandmother was Helen. And so I really bonded with his grandmother because her name was Helen and because I just love her heart. And I just think she's the most wonderful person in the world. And she was the one that I always did a gift exchange with. And so it was just really special. Those were the kind of memories I remember just people inviting me in because I had no place to go on Christmas Day. You know, it, it, on the flip side of that, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just kind of come clean on something, Nicole. For the last several years since my kids have been out and doing different things as adults, I have been running away for Christmas. I I know you're giving me the look. Well, (laughs) I'm intrigued. I have been running away. Um, We don't work between Christmas and New Year's. That's something that's a gift from Mark that we don't have to work. And I literally go away. I have gone away on Christmas Day. I've gone down to the retreat center at the Abbey and stayed down there for a whole week. I just make sure I get away. I want to do something different. One time I stayed 
out at um, a cabin and my kids came to the cabin for Christmas because they had a little bit of time before they went to their dads and they wanted to see me on Christmas Day, which I thought was really sweet. So, you know, even though I run away, my kids keep finding me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel the need to do that this year. Part of that is because I kind of live in a place that almost feels like a retreat center. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I don't need blessing. to go. But also there's no place open. I mean, to be honest. Right. But I don't feel the need to run away anymore because I've developed, oh, I guess I've faced some of that stuff and I've kind of developed a, a plan in my mind that it's okay. And I don't know, maybe I'm focusing on other people and now I need to look around myself and see where those single parents are to help them out. I don't know. It's just different this year. I think about the hardships that have happened in our lives and what you've shared about being a single parent. Mm -hmm. That's near and dear to your heart. So here you are sending out this flag for people to say, keep your eyes open, focus on other people other than yourself from your own experience. Right. It's really important to me. It is really important to me, which is why I talk about it so much. I really want, I don't want anybody sitting alone at Christmas. You know, I, I have this thing that talks about Um, Christmas meals, you know, there's a lot of places that do Christmas meals. And I know this year it's going to be hard for people to sit down together, but you know, there you go, go, go drive through and talk to people for a few minutes and get a free Christmas meal. I just don't want people to be alone on Christmas. I don't want people to be alone period, but on Christmas, it feels a little different. One of the things that Brian and I've talked about is with this whole pandemic and everything that's going on, it, it definitely is an awakening to just stop and to say, what are the things that matter most? What are in... Exactly. What's important? Yes. And then again, you get to choose. Do you do you wallow? Do you say, oh, poor me? And that's human nature. And I think it's okay to do that for a hot second. But if you stay there, that's where it jacks with your mind. Exactly. And so we have to just kind of shake it off. Right. Which I'm not going to bust out into a song because I think there's a song out there. <laughs> shake it off. But anyway... <laughs> And just yes. say, <laughs> there is. Oh, now it's in my head. Right. I know. But now we get to choose and say, okay, what, what are we going to do? Yes. Where do we go? How do we love on people? How yes. do we support people? Right. And if you have, if you're a single person and you haven't been invited someplace, have a plan. I had to have a plan. Otherwise I would sit home and be depressed. So listen, talking about tris- Christmas traditions, one year I couldn't afford a tree. Okay. I couldn't afford a tree, but I took my daughter anyway. We went to a tree lot, sheerly out of curiosity. I knew I wasn't going to be able to come away with a tree. Really didn't think so. Well, here's what happened. (laughs) We go to this tree lot. It's like the day before Christmas Eve. I mean, they're down to nothing, right? Everybody's gotten their trees. And I said to the guy, I have like 20 bucks. Is there anything I can get for 20 bucks? I said, we, you know, and my daughter and I are talking about this, like, we really can't afford a tree, but let's see if they have any, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas trees. Right. I have always bought the Charlie Brown tree because it doesn't matter how it looks. It's just, a, you know, it's the idea of doing something fun. And I've always bought them super cheap. So I was looking for a Charlie Brown. And this guy took me out to this one little tree. It was maybe four feet tall. So it wasn't huge, but there were deer who had laid against the bottom of it. So the whole bottom of the tree was kind of pushed in. And so nobody would ever pick this tree. And he says, I'll give that to you for 20 bucks. And I said, okay. And he cut it down for me and he handed it to me. And he said, Merry Christmas. And he never took the 20 bucks. Oh, Isn't that wow. sweet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So 
you know, I can just imagine the the conversation that God was having with this guy in his mind. <laughs> like, you got to give her that tree. <laughs> right. Because he did bless us with that tree. Tori and I were ecstatic because guess what? That flat side goes against the wall and you don't see it, right? <laughs> right? And it was a beautiful little tree and it was ours. And I felt like I did the tree a good service. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Even though it's an inanimate object. But I have had so many Christmas blessings, you know, Kibby's family inviting me in and, and finding this little Christmas tree. One year I belonged to this little um, business group. And one year I showed up to the meeting right before Christmas and they had packed my car with Christmas gifts. I had no idea. I didn't ask for anything. I wasn't saying anything about my situation. It was just that this one lady, she realized I was a single parent with four kids and she wanted to bless me. Wow. And they just went shopping for just whatever, whatever. But literally my whole car was packed and we had so much fun because, you know, they don't know anything about my kids. They don't know anything about what their needs are, blah, blah, blah. But first of all, God always knows. And so God really did give them some real gems in there that were perfect for them. But my kids had so much fun just seeing what would people buy for us. And we had a good chuckle, like just things that were like, well, I think we can use that. We could probably use that right here, you know, what a hoot! and just trying to figure out how we would use these different things. It was so much fun. I remember Tori got a little horse on a stick, you know, a stick horse, which later on was very prophetic because she ended up riding horses. But yeah, there's, there's been some extreme blessings and I want other people to feel that. I want other people to know that people care about them. So that's, that's the things you can do. We used to get involved in those, um, like care train was, I was in Union County and care trains in Union County. And we had gotten that like the first couple of years because I wasn't making very much money. I had those four kids and we qualified for care train. And that was a real blessing. So there's been huge things. One year we decided not to get a Christmas tree. I don't know why I didn't have an artificial tree. I just didn't. But I guess because we always got a real tree, right? Because that's what we did. But one year um, we just decided there was a part in the living room where there used to be a chimney. So the wall bumped out just a little. And I hung one of those lights, the web lights, like that go over a bush. In you the shape of a tree? We hung it in the shape of a tree. And then we hung our ornaments off of it. Do you know my kids still, that's their favorite Christmas tree that we've ever had? They talk about it all the time. Oh, I've seen those. They're beautiful. I think it's so much fun. And it was, we put all the presents on the ground underneath this, <laughs> this lit, lit up web of lights. It was, oh, wow. So anyway, my point is, we can make memories. We can have great memories. And single parents out there need to know that they just need to come up with a plan. And you can do this, right? What kind of new things did you do to just do something different for yourselves? I grew up away from extended family. So it was just always my parents and my sisters and I. So Brian's parents were divorced. And so he grew up kind of like what you were talking about, where he would spend holidays one day or one afternoon, he had three or four holidays mm, yeah. within one day. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so reflecting on that, um, Brian and I just kind of figured out what was best for our kids. Mm -hmm. And traditionally, that's, that's really a good point. We have to think about our kids. Yes. Yes. Our tradition, our family, because truth, truth be told, my parents were not divorced. 
But when I married Brian, one of the things that he pointed out to me was somebody's going to get their feelings hurt. Somebody's going to be sad. Somebody's going to be upset. I can't control that. But what I can do is create things for our children. Yes. And and work on that instead of focusing on trying to manage everybody else. Yeah. Does that make sense? I know that one of the things that you do is speaking of your children is that you really don't put a lot of emphasis on presence. We didn't either. So how did you instill that? How do you how do you talk to them about that? How do I instill that or how do I talk about it? We just. That's just always been the way you've always done it. They don't have that expectation. So no, but they had to have their friends who have all these things. How do they how do they find the balance with your family? You had to have had that conversation at some point. Not really, Angie. No, I don't think that we've, I don't think my kids have ever come home and said, oh, I wish I had whatever like Tommy had. Really? I, no, not that I know of. Maybe they, maybe I taught them to keep their mouth shut. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember them ever saying, I wish that I had like somebody else. We're very blessed. And the focus hasn't been on the gifts, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's about being together and it's about Jesus birth. It's about the season. And I think that's part of the reason that I have so many trees is it's not just the day focusing on the gifts, right? It's the whole season. Yeah, absolutely. And about giving. Now, Allie and Evie did tell me their favorite part of Christmas morning are the stockings. Those are their favorite of yeah. all the gifts. Oh, cool. So the pressure is on this year. I'm like, oh no, what, yeah, what, I need what to, am I going to do? I think I need to make some stockings, but I just haven't done it. And tomorrow. Well, Hey, you've got what? Three days. <laughs> No, I've got like a day. Oh, well, there you go. No pressure. <laughs> no, no pressure. And I have to make Christmas cookies. So <laughs> again, so much no pressure. pressure. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just need to find some stockings to buy and then I'll decorate them. So traditionally speaking, I grew up where my mom would pour us traditional non-alcoholic eggnog and we would all have to have a toast with eggnog before we got into our stockings. Everybody liked eggnog? Nobody liked it but me. <laughs> Nobody. I mean, that was like the fight of Christmas morning. I'm not going to drink the eggnog. Well, you have to. I want to open presents, oh, but we can't. That's funny. So, I actually did a poll on, on the air and most of the people did not like eggnog. Others were like, we never tried it. I'm like, it's, this is my thing about eggnog. It sounds worse than it is. And it's way more unhealthy for you than it oh, tastes. Oh, it's super unhealthy, <laughs> but it's basically a thick, thick, non-iced milkshake right yeah but it has its own specific it doesn't taste like raw eggs it tastes like christmas yeah (laughs) just tastes like eggnog yes but i guess the nutmeg and all that kind of stuff makes it taste a little better but yeah anyway it it tastes okay it's just it's so unhealthy that's why it's once a year (laughs) well i'm still not doing it not not this year you've never had it no i've had it you're just not fond i'm just not going to do it this year so you would be that argumentative sister that I had that would fight on Christmas morning. No, if we were doing it as a family, I would join in. Yeah, because you wouldn't get presents. Oh, is that why? Well, oh, kind, well, yeah. okay. Well, then I'll make sure I have my around. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I'm not going to buy a whole quart of it because I would not want to drink the whole quart of it. Right. No, I agree with you there. But traditions, that's what we did. We always had Christmas Eve service. And it was always an 11 o'clock. My father was a pastor and that there were several services, but we would go to Christmas Eve, candle lighting service. So that was been hard for my kids. Real candles? Real candles. Yep. That's This the, was that's back the in the day it. when you were allowed. We still do real candles. Okay. Well, we, just we tell don't kids have. kids not to use them. <laughs> right. Exactly. 
But the last candlelighting service we went to was in California. Really? Yeah. Wow. We used to do midnight mass. Yes, I love it. It's just beautiful. There's something so majestic. That's the word I was going to say magical, but really it's majestic. I mean, it really is. Did your parents ever tell you, I I mean, your father was a pastor, so he probably didn't really tell you these crazy stories, but my mother being the heathen that she was, (laughs) she, she used to tell me all kinds of stories about Christmas. Like the animals would all talk at midnight. They would all talk to you at midnight. If you were around them, animals talked at midnight. That's what she always said. I don't know where I came from. Okay. I don't know where it came from, but I always wanted to be awake at midnight and be down at the barn to see if my horse would talk to me. (laughs) That's just the way I grew up. (laughs) I'm telling you, my mom came up with some crazy stuff. I don't know where she got it from. She just... What a fun childhood, right? She would just come up with this stuff. But she always said that the night that Jesus was born, all the animals talked. And I was like, okay, well. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know where that came from. There's a lot that my mom has instilled in my brain that I still have to wonder if it's truth or not. (laughs) Reprogram, deprogram, decode. And and it still happens today. My mom is 83 years old and when I go home I take my best friend Amy with me and my my best friend is a journaler so she writes down everything my mother says and then she laughs and laughs and laughs because my mom just says the craziest things and I'm like where is she getting it from so when we when I was growing up and I wouldn't eat all the food this is just an example when I wouldn't eat all the food on my plate she would say there are starving kids in Ethiopia you need to eat all your food Right. This is the things that she would say to me to get me to eat all my food. Well, when we were home several years ago and I brought Amy with me, she said, (laughs) she said, Amy, you have to eat all your food because there's starving children in Israel. In Israel? (laughs) She said Israel instead of Ethiopia. This is when you show up to your family functions with a box. (laughs) Hey, mom, just in case I don't finish my food, I'm going to I've got it prepackaged to ship. So there's just all kinds of crazy things that my mother has said over the years. So talking animals on Christmas Eve night at midnight, that was, I don't know where she got it from, but it was always a fun tale. And we would get up in the morning and we would do our whole Christmas thing. We had to take care of the horses. So we would go down there and give them a special treat. And I remember there being snow and we'd watch the horses play in the snow. And then I remember other years where there was no snow and it was like 50 And I would jump on bareback and just ride around. I mean, there was just so many fun memories. A lot of times we would go riding on Christmas Day because it was just such a beautiful day. So, yeah, just there you go. Some fun, some fun memories. I have had so much fun this year going through memories. I don't know what it is. It's just this year. I'm finally in the Christmas mood. Yay. Maybe it's because there's snow. I know it's beautiful, isn't it? If there's no snow, I can't get in the mood because that was always the case with with me growing up. It had to be snow. As long as it's pretty and it sticks and everyone's safe. And I'm not driving in it. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Because I do not like to drive in it. And now I live out in the middle of nowhere. And so (laughs) getting to work in the morning is all kinds of fun. Just saying. And I don't have the snow tires that I was accustomed to in New York. You know, in New York, you put on snow tires for six months. Right. And then you could drive in this heavy snow. And now I have, you know, all weather they don't work just as good. Well, if you need to borrow some chains, we have some. Oh, really? I wouldn't know how to put them on and no. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to find somebody who plows. <laughs> that might be a good idea as long as they're up super early in the morning. Anyway, 
more about Christmas. What are you guys going to plan on doing this year? Is there any tradition that you're creating for this year? Or it's 2020, so anything goes at this point. Things are going to be different. I'm hoping my kids will sleep in because last year, Evelyn was up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. So you don't have the when the sun comes up, we can have Christmas rule? No, but I should probably try that. That that wouldn't be a good idea. Nita and I were talking about that last year that we, we kind of grew up with the same rules. There must have been a parent Christmas handbook because we had the same rules and we did not grow up in the same house. But you could, you could not have Christmas until the sun was up. And then you couldn't open your stocking until after breakfast. So those were the two things that we grew up with, those rules. We'll have to reevaluate them this year for sure. Yes. Evelyn is old enough to know when sunrise is. Yes. (laughs) Or I could just come in and flip on her light, something like that. But my oldest sister would go through, my parents had a set time. So we had clocks in our room, but my sister, when everybody was in bed, would go and change the clocks (gasps) in the whole house. No way. Oh, yes. That is genius. Would she set them ahead then? I'd have to really think about it, but it was enough to where it would be earlier than what it was supposed to be. That's really genius. And she was the one that would (laughs) unwrap and rewrap gifts. (gasps) Yeah. Wow. She doesn't like surprises or she just couldn't wait. I think it was she couldn't wait, but I think it was that I know something you don't know. That would be her M.O. Oh, so how are you at keeping secrets when it comes to presents? Are you good or does it drive you crazy? No, I have no problem keeping secrets. Why? You want to tell me something? No, I just I know that people have already told me what they're buying my buying me for my birthday because I couldn't wait. I'm like, really? Why did you just tell me that? (laughs) (laughs) No, I can keep a secret. Really? Mm -hmm. So can we talk about birthdays for a moment? Sure. Because, you know, this is what happens. We talk about Christmas and everybody forgets that people have birthdays right around Christmas, myself included. You forget your birthday? No, it's the most forgotten. (laughs) The birthdays are most forgotten in December than any other. And I I really envy those people who have their birthdays before Christmas. It may be rough, but at least you have your birthday before Christmas. But when you're two days after, when you're at any time between Christmas and New Year's, you are forgotten forgotten. It's been a thing for me my whole life because I couldn't even have parties because my friends were so busy and they were out of town and all these other things. And so no birthday party. I always got presents wrapped in Christmas gifts. And I implore you, if you have a child who has a birthday around Christmas, make it super special. One of the things I saw online was that you can take your Christmas tree and cover it in balloons and things like that. Well, oh, maybe maybe not so much the balloons, <laughs> but you cover it in birthday stuff and then you have a birthday tree. I think I'm going to do that this year. Oh, I love it. Streamers. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. We can totally do a birthday tree. Yes. And then I, that's what I'll do. I, um, I have some memories of birthdays past. I feel like Scrooge here. Um, birthdays past, I have a memory of having a birthday party with one friend who came over. I had a birthday party where my sister had just taken a cake decorating class. So she made me a cake that had a Barbie in the middle. And then the the cake was like the The dress. dress. (laughs) Right. That was kind of cool. And my sister was practicing all at the same time. I had a birthday not too many years ago where I had all of my girlfriends come over and we played games and we had so much fun. Oh my goodness. Like a sleepover? No, just games. Oh, fun. Just all the ladies came over. Everybody brought a snack of some sort and we just played games. And I'm thinking about doing that this year. I suppose I should probably plan that soon if I'm going to do it because my birthday falls on a Sunday this year. And you know what else? I have to preach on my birthday. 
I say I have to preach, but let me say, it's always an honor to be able to preach. And I love it. And I can actually talk about my birthday on my birthday. I can make it into a sermon. (laughs) Oh, that's exciting. That's fun. That sounds fun. Well, I mean, there is some reality to the fact that, you know, we are seen even before we're in our mother's wounds, wombs. And so we can, I mean, that's, that could be a good sermon because I'm going to be, you know, adding a year to my 40 somethings. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to still claim it. I still feel that. And um, I I don't know, I'm just going to be able to preach. But so do I have the pride? Do I have the do I have my party on Saturday night or do I have my party on Sunday afternoon? So you've never been the birthday week, the birthday month. I mean, obviously, Jesus is like the birthday for me. It would be the birthday month. We always just celebrated the day of. But I have met people that have a birthday week. Really? Or celebrate all month. Yes. Really? Yes. I'm not sure if I could do that. I don't think I could pull off that much cheer. I mean, I can honor it, but I don't like celebrate it. I don't know what the difference is. I don't get it either, but I do know people that do that. Well, okay. I wouldn't like all that attention all the time. Y- yeah. I mean, I'm, it's, <laughs> I'm enough. With, I can do enough with just having a birthday evening with games. So I'm still waiting for my charcuterie board because I did ask for that from a certain podcasting friend for my birthday. I'm just saying. No pressure. Ho, ho, ho. I mean, happy birthday, <laughs> right? Now, see, you just mixed Christmas and my birthday together again. Please, oh. please extend grace. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. So one year I got a saddle pad for Christmas, but I didn't get the saddle until my birthday. So I had to wait. And did days. you know that was going to happen or were you kind of like... Not sure what was going on there. Not sure what was going on, but I did get the pad, just didn't get the saddle. But I got it two days later for my birthday. But so. you had a horse. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had a okay, horse. well, see, there you have something to be thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> I was very thankful for it all the time. I just, it just always birthdays were a little different. So if you have a birthday around the holidays, I am so sorry. And definitely mom and dad, make it special for them, please, please. Or just do something. Do something to celebrate your birthday alone without the Christmas stuff involved because gosh I even tried having a birthday party in July it didn't go over that big I mean I had friends over and it was fun but just didn't feel the same right I mean my birthday's in the middle of the winter so I like the birthday tree I like like that idea I like that idea too I especially like the charcuterie board idea but haven't pulled that one off yet just saying I I I can read signs really I kind of am mentioning it straight to your face (laughs) And I'm just going to say, I'm just going to put it out there that I do have certain crackers that are my favorite and I do have certain cheeses. I happen to really love cheese. Now, I know I'm not supposed to be eating cheese, not necessarily the healthiest thing for me. But well, it's better than birthday, eggnog. So there you we, go. <laughs> well, there you go. I just won't drink the eggnog. I will eat the, eat cheese. the cheese. But different types of cheese. I mean, if said person was going to make me a said charcuterie board, it could have different cheeses on there with different crackers and it would be awesome. I'm totally down for that. I hear you. And different like little, you know, meats like pepperonis and summer sausages and, you know, things that... Did you you have breakfast this morning? (laughs) I did. (laughs) I'm just saying, if I was going to put together a charcuterie board, what would I put on my charcuterie board? Honestly, I've never put one together So I really don't know what goes on one. I don't even have a board to make it a charcuterie board. 
So I'm really stinking at this whole thing. You're so cute. Am, am I throwing enough hints at you yet? You're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should text Brian and say, Brian, I need a little thing for my birthday. Pretty please. A little thing. I hear you. I wonder well, if Brian would cook for me for my birthday. <laughs> possibly. That would be fun. It would be fun. But anyway, now I don't need to eat. That's for sure. I don't need to eat. But I would like to get the girlfriends together and play a game. Well, play a would, bunch of games. That would be a lot of fun. Are you guys into board games? Are you kidding me? We've talked about a lot of this before. Have we? I'm, I guess yes. it's my brain that's not working. Here's my dilemma. I have a three-year-old grandson and an almost one-year-old grandson. And as they grow, I want to be able to play games with them. But what do you buy for a little child as far as a game is concerned? Like, I know there's, there's, there's ones out there like shoots and ladders and cooties and things like that. But is there really any, like, winners as far as a game is concerned? I think you start out the kids when they're little with puzzles because it's sitting down and doing something together. So you're doing puzzles oh. together and then it evolves into maybe um, memory Oh, the memory games. Which oh. I was going to get for my niece, the original memory game, $45. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my stars. Maybe I could make my own memory game. There you go. But it's just, <laughs> it's that sitting down and quality time and hands-on, yes. and then it goes into cards. I'll tell you what, I am not a big fan of shoots and ladders. It's just, for me, that's one of the most annoying games I think that was ever created. I don't know why. I, that's because you always probably get the shoot and you go backwards, don't probably. you? Probably. Yes. Regress, probably. <laughs> but I think it's just that setting that habit and that pattern of just sitting down and being intentional with yeah. an activity. Honestly, so puzzles that's true. are good. That is true. It's the memories. Back to the memories, right. right? It's not the game. It's the memories. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to think about that because I would like to get a game that I can sit down and do with my grandkids. Yeah. Hmm. The one is still just crawling, so he doesn't really care at this point. He hasn't quite developed his, like, unique personality, except for food. He loves food. <laughs> he loves food. He he literally talks while he eats. Nom, oh, nom, 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 nom. I mean, he just <gasps> loves food. <laughs> He's like, mm, mm. <laughs> He's so cute. Oh, <laughs> so, this is going to be a great Christmas. Yeah, it is. With the two of them, it's going to be a lot of fun because uh, Teddy is getting, you know, he's three. He's getting to where he remembers things and he, he just talks up a storm. And oh my goodness, I can't wait till Saturday when we have our family Christmas. I have so many cool things. I, it's terrible being a grandparent. I want to buy him all things, all of the things. And I, have, I haven't got the money for that. <laughs> no, but you live close and you can be with them. So this is going to be great. Yeah, yeah, that is going to be great. Anyway, so let's talk about where we're going to be going as far as our Christmas break. We're not going to be doing a podcast next week because it would be literally Christmas Eve. And right. I don't think you and I have the time to be doing that. And then the following week is New Year's Eve. Right. So we're going to get back together the first week of January. 2021. Wow. And then maybe we can talk about our hopes and our dreams for 2021. That's right. And how we're going to, I guess, attack the year, right? Yep. Do you ever do the thing where you get a word for the year? Do you, do you pray about a word for the year? I have not, but I've heard of people doing that. And so... Yeah, there's actually a, a free online uh, little booklet that you can download that talks about, it's called One Word or something like that, where you find one word that's kind of your theme for the year. And I've done that the last couple of years. It's kind of fun to see how it plays out. What? No, it's all good. You're chuckling to I yourself. Know. Why? 
Because in my head, if each year you have one word, have you made up a sentence yet after all the words coming together? (laughs) The things that go through your mind. Why didn't you just say that? Because it's quirky and funny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, one word for 2021. So maybe we can talk about that next time. That'll be fun. Yeah. But I'll see you before next year for sure. Really? Yeah. Will you you be delivering anything that looks like a board with cheese on it at this point <laughs> i mean the hints are really flying right at now. this point that charcuterie board may be the size of a paddle okay i could take it I'm, a, I'm one person there you go now if i have a birthday party i definitely need to make a charcuterie board anyway it's been good to talk to you merry christmas nicole merry christmas i want to hear from people their christmas memories their oh, fondest love memories. that i know i love that too Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. Yeah, please email us. We'd love to hear from you guys. And if your birthday's in December or you know somebody whose birthday is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So all good stuff. The next time we get together, I will be a year older. Just like that. Boom. A year older. Wow. Birthdays. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. And we'll Merry talk to Christmas. you. We'll talk to you in January. The Shine FM Podcast Network.